Wow. Cause I got a lot of people hitting me up about this hundred K. About the hundred K. Yeah, they've been hitting me up, man. This is yeah. crazy, man. Oh look, before I forget, shout out the Rook, Fast Money, and Jeff. Yeah, let me borrow their chain, y'all. <laughs> real life street star. That's right. Real, I got three. Big gangster in the yeah. building. That's right. I'm in the building, God. baby. God damn, a hundred K in a year in a in some change, man. Facts. Straight out of prison. Yeah, uh, one month. 100K on the YouTube, 100K on the neck. On the neck. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Katie hey, the Jeweler. It's heavy out here too, y'all. Yeah. Shout out Katie the Jeweler, Black Jeweler. Y'all see that, huh? Yeah, man. You, you, came, you came icy. You got the beeper gang. We got to yeah. ice out the beeper for you. We got to put a beeper chain. You got to get a beeper chain. That's what we got to do for hey, you. Man, yeah. man Gangster Williams is back in the fucking building, man. Mr. Answer right back for whatever reason. <laughs> Can't stay out the news, man. Talk bro. to us, man. But let, before we even get into that, man, you finally hit 100K, bro, and you've been grinding like a motherfucker coming out of prison, man. Tell us about that journey and, and actually hitting 100, man. How did that feel? Oh. It took us, and by the way, it took us, how long did it take us to hit 100K? About five years. Bro. It took us like five, five years. Yeah. yeah. And we was grinding like a bitch. Yeah. You on your way. No, you did that in a year. I'm like, damn. Wow. Yeah, so what was that feeling like when you actually seen that hundred K, bro? Um, that's crazy because bro, I was I had went to Juma that Friday and Queen was just said, Oh, you gonna hit a hundred today? I was like, nah, I don't think today, maybe you know, later on the weekend or you know, next week or whatever. Because mind you, I stayed at ninety six thousand for like forever seeing like it's like it was like, like where everybody at was going on. So she was like, she always be the one like, oh, this is about to happen. Oh, but everybody be like, man, chill out, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, sometimes you know, I do hear that because I'd be like, I don't really know this social media stuff, but I'm learning it, right? So I had looked at it before I went to Zoom. I was like, man, I need 27 more subscribers. I come out, I called, I was like, hey, I need four more subscribers. So while she in the lift or whatever, the lift driver was like, oh, I subscribe. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Thank you. Then from there, and it went to 100. But it wasn't showing on her end, but it was showing in my end. I was like, I said, well, refresh it to make sure, you know, but... Then a few seconds later, she finally saw it popped up on hers, you know, but um, my main focus was I know I didn't have help. I only had two females helping me doing this. So um, I didn't get co-signed or nothing, you know. Well, I got a co-sign when I went to Vlad, then I came to realize this become my home, realize three stars. Um, but I knew I had to grind and go and go and go because my bills were going to pay itself. Um, when I seen that I can do something positive and legal with the YouTube, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get it. When I seen that check hit, I was like, oh, yeah, YouTube for real. So I just started telling other people, listen, man, it's a better way. You ain't got to be in the streets, man. You know, get on that YouTube, do this, do this, do this, do this, this. I help you out, whatever the case may be. And um, I just stayed down with it. Queen, you know, she be on me a lot. She be telling me a lot. You know, sometimes, you know, us as men, we be the alpha male. We be like, listen. You didn't help me out right now. Watch out. Sit down. I got this, right? So her and I bump heads some time about that. But for the most part, it was a constant grind. And, but, you know, we also got to shout out Boosie. Shout out to Boosie because <laughs> Boosie um, unintentionally uh, put me out there. You know, he, I, I, he, he don't much notice, but he really helped out a lot. And if y'all can recall, because he came back on Vlad, he said, um, I got a lot of respect for Birdman, so I'm going to stop talking about uh, Gangster, I ain't gonna bring his name up no more. I guess that went out the window. 
Because <laughs> after that, he just, you know, so I ticked him off again. And he just, he always fall for it, man. Every time I'd be like, okay, I need another check or I need my name back out there. And never fail if I go to Boosie because he got this image he want to uphold. And, and the crazy part about it is he didn't build a platform. You built one. So Facts. you can do whatever you want at any moment, at any time, and, and just reach a lot of people. And he, for whatever reason, hasn't started his own. What, what advice would you give him, if any? I mean, you know, and it was crazy you said that because he have a big name on social media, man. People love, I even like to go see what he's talking about. So I'm like, why, why you never started his own thing? But you know what? I learned this with a lot of people. People are lazy. Um, people like the quick buck. And a lot of people don't want to put the work in because you got to put work in on this YouTube channel. You can't just be a one hit quick. You can't put one video. People be, look, like I get a lot of comments, a lot of stuff. Be like, hey, what's up? We're waiting on you to drop. Well, what's up, man? Wait, wait, Mr. Answer right back. Where you at, man? We, you know, I was at work, man. I get by, blah, blah, blah. So you got to put in the work, you know, but um, with a person like him, people will look, because he go on live a lot. So I'm like, but some people just don't get it. Some people just be like, I ain't thinking about that. I ain't worrying about that. You know, some people look at it. If I'm getting rap money or movie money or whatever it came to be, I don't want that money. You know, in my case, you know, I got to get this money. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's worked for me because now I'm about to pay for my own uh, pilot for the Shoot My Little Movie series. Um, and it's done. You know, so we just uh, actually next week, uh, week after next one, I'm, I got the, the guy who's going to film it, my writer coming down, and we're going to get together and, and, and it's going down. It sounds like uh, Boosie needs some more advice now. <laughs> he Man. needs some different advice. Uh, he was just recently picked up on a federal gun charge. Um, something you know a lot about. Uh, what do you What do you think about that? And what 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 is his, your advice to him? And now, as now he's pretty much facing like a lot of time. First thing is, don't get in there talking about the case. Don't, because you got to keep in mind, them inmates being there lurking. Um, secondly, would he have good on his side versus how when I first went to the Fed, they were, the guidelines were mandatory. So when you hear a lot of people saying, oh, he facing 50 years of this, this guidelines are mandatory. The judge could come and say, you know what, because he helped the community, he did this, 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 I'm going to give him a year, a year and a day, or three years, you know, five years, whatever the case may be. You know, we saw what BZ got 14 years because he have a, a lot of convictions, you know, a few more convictions. Boosie don't have a bad jacket. That's number one. So when a lot of people um, listen to this internet stuff about his time and what he could get, they got to keep in mind, he don't have a, a, a bad array. He got like a drug case, I think, one. Got like maybe two, two convictions. Something like he got, but it's not like overwhelming where you're going to be stuck at this guideline, you know? Right. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't really know the law. So they just go off with what is printed on the internet, you know, but he have money, um, so he'll be able to get him, you know, some of the best attorneys. I see where he had his car for sale. Right. Um, I was thinking about buying and just go wreck it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just go on the highway and just, just and put just, the stick on and just jump out the, just, just go. Yeah. Now, at least he had the money. At least I've been paid, you know what I'm saying? Now, a lot of people feel like this is what he deserves because he's just constantly speaking on other people's cases and, you know, what what a real street nigga should and shouldn't be doing. Um, do you and uh, a lot of people feel like that's going to be what because, you know, you see him get into altercations with the law, fuck the police, 
all that. And he's going to these different rappers murder trial, free this rapper, free that rapper. Like, do you think that's going to work against him when they sit down and start looking at everything? Of course. Let me first say this first. I don't feel that's what he deserved. That ain't cool to say that because of this. Now, when I was in the streets, I'd be looking at it like, yeah, man, you pulled a shut up. You're talking about you a stepper, you a gangster, mind your business. That's not how we roll. But now that I'm a civilian and I'm a journalist, um, yeah, I don't feel like, because this is a guy that is active in his children's life. Um, he helped a lot of people out. He got a lot of do boys at the house that live at the house. So a lot of them people, they need shelter, you know? Um, he didn't provide jobs for people. So I'm not gonna say that's what he get, because you gotta keep in mind, he a guy that's portraying a gangster image. Um, got a lot of street guys following him. A lot of people, fans of his, so he got to keep that image up. Um, so he's just doing what he's supposed to do when the camera's on. However, um, I think when the cameras go off, it's supposed to be cut, you know? But, and another thing I don't like that he's in jail because y'all got to keep in mind, when Boosie go on Vlad and go crazy, go viral, when he mentioned Terrence Gangster, well, I got to take the gangster. When he mentioned Terrence Williams, uh, that leads me to the blue couch right here. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Think about it. So Boosie helps me out. I don't want to see him in prison. He <laughs> helping. This is this is the artist going. Honest God, truth. Boosie is helping me fund my movie right now. Real talk, bro. So I don't want to see him in prison unless he could make a call from jail and still pop that pop. Yeah. Talk that talk, Boosie. Bo. Now, now let's get into it because okay. uh, Boosie went on Vlad TV and he finally actually addressed you. Straight up. And he had a couple accusations. So we're going we gonna to step through there one by one. Okay. okay. He says, number one, you wore wires on some niggas in New York. Let's talk about that. Okay. Where he get this from? I mean, <laughs> well, let me say this. Well, hold on. I know where he get it from. Let me take it. It started with Hassan Campbell. Um, there's this Terrence Williams, I guess, from New York, right? And they post a date of birth. If people Google me, you would see... Ever since I've been going to jail, I've been going to jail under 1976. If you Google, if you look my arrest record of all the murders I've had, you're going to see where my date of birth was 76. It wasn't until I got 30 days to come home that I told the uh, people, the case man at, my, at the federal prison, I said, hey, all right, that 76 burnt out. Now I, I want to go to 74. So the stuff that they got that they put together, they making that beat me. Um, and then you got to keep in mind with Boosie, he sits home. So he get people to run and get stuff for him. And here, they feed him. Like, they feed me information. So um, I guess, you know, by him being upset me, saying he been in PC, oh, you're right, you were white. So all right, okay, I take that. I already got the red jacket for telling on my dead homies. So I'm not tripping, you know. I don't buy friendship too expensive. That's a serious accusation that he put on me. But um, I don't, I don't want to just straight fight it because once I fight it, then it's over with. Nothing about they're going to have else to talk about. Right. So I've learned with uh, the social media, once you defend that, then people are like, all right, well, what else you got on him? You ain't got nothing else to talk to him about? So they got the two things. Okay, he gay. Okay, he, he a rat. But if I come in and say, first of all, that gay stuff. Yeah, we're going yeah, to I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm touch, I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on exactly now, what he said. He hurt said. my heart with that one. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Okay. Anyway, uh, but yeah, man, um, that's not true. He capped on me. Um, but and you could tell how, how he was talking. He was in his feeling. He was very upset. Right. Um, but... Yeah, he lied on me, man. Okay. The, se the second accusation that he said is that you had eight or nine relationships in prison where you were both fucking and receiving. Um, 
Let's speak on that. You actually made a video and you spoke on it. It was very hilarious. You actually named like eight, nine women. <laughs> and then it, but it was funny. But anyway, if you haven't seen it, go watch Terrence Gangster Williams' uh, res- uh, response to it. But what is your official uh, response to him saying you had eight or nine relationships in prison? That man lying. I've never, let me explain it to you. Since I've been incarcerated, my name has been heavy in the system from, you know, from the back of the day when cash money was bumping. So anywhere I go, they gonna know who Gangsta is. And I was on the front cover of the Fed magazine. So now. Wait, what? Yeah, I was on the front cover of the <laughs> Fed magazine. You said the Fed magazine? Yeah. They got a magazine in, in no, the No, no, that's a federal, federal, but it was, oh, okay. it was a magazine out of New York called Fed. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And they had, you know, like they had Don Diva. Right. Those are two magazines back in the day, Fed and Don Diva, to cover a lot of street stuff. Right. So um, a lot of people always know who I am, know who I was. And I've always been active in an Islamic community in prison. And in prison, um, if you indulge in homosexual activity, the Muslims are going to kill you. They're going to stab you up. But whoever, for whatever case may be, somebody told him this stuff. He took it rain with it. Eight, nine relationships. So that means tell me whoever this was was following my penis throughout my journey. Right. That's what you're doing. Um, but I got people that was in Yazoo with me. Every prison I've been to is guys that still contact me to this day, thank me for the love I showed them, help them out, do whatever case may be. Every prison I've been to, I've been a voice, whether it be for Louisiana car, for Muslims. I was an imam for five years. It's another thing. You indulge in homosexual activity, you're an imam, you get murdered off top. Because you got to understand this. In federal prison, there are guys from all around the United States. So it's not, nobody don't care about who you are, what you did on the streets, who your people are. We all in prison. We all the same. You violating the Islamic code, you getting crushed. But I've never indulged in homosexual activity in prison, outside of prison. And no, let me say this here. Because I used to always tell people, and people be like, well, oh boy, crazy. I be like, nah, he ain't crazy. What you talking about? He ain't taking that wood, he ain't crazy. The wood, that's another nickname for the penis. Because I always say, if a man would let another man put his penis in him, he got to be crazy. Because you know us, you know, a lot of us has been blessed, you know? So for you to take, I be like, man, he got to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I always tell people too, there's four things I'm scared of, that's God, age, crack, and penis. I used to say the D word back in the day. But um, yeah, he came, he, 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 he reached. And when I did the video, the eight names, the eight, nine names I named were the people who have children by me. Because I know, when as I was talking about the people, you know, homosexuals had a tendency to have female names in prison. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and play on this. I got to tell people, bro, um, my life open book. So there are guys from states, different states all over that was incarcerated with me. Why none of these guys never did interviews or came out and said, yeah, man, he ran talking about this. Yeah, he was taking penis. Uh, sister such and such was hitting him. Blah, blah, blah. Why nobody never? You know how many people love to get on their platform and say that? I was his cellmate. Or I, I slept next door to him. Or we slept in the same unit and him and the punk used to be in there laying up in the bunker or whatever. Case. That'll be all over, man. But I get it. Um, he was hurt. He said, man, he hurt me. He had to do that. So I said, that's what he messed up at. He should just say, okay, he a rat, he told, okay, he a homosexual, he get hit, he pitch and catch, and that's it. But then he comes to the end, man, he hurt me. So I was like, okay, so you just playing for the camera now. You just try, because you got a fan base, people going to believe what you say too. So he going to get me back that way. That don't hurt me because I know who I am. I'm sure of myself. Um, like I say, I know a bunch of stand-up men from all over the world um, that I was incarcerated with that I can bring on my show, bring on this show, y'all interview him, y'all say, whatever the case may be. But I understand that this internet, he got something he got to prove. I don't, at this point with me, I'm just trying to make money. 
to keep funding whatever I need to fund because nobody's helping me, nobody's giving me nothing. I'm grinding to get mine, you know. So um, for him, he got money. You know, he got all kind of different businesses that he do. You know, so he good. You know, but um, for me, um, I don't run from that. I run to it. Amen. Uh, if a man in prison indulges in um, an activity with another man of that nature, should that be made public? Should people know about that? Do you think, or should you know what I'm saying? Because just like the paperwork allegation or snitching allegation, everybody wants to know that. But should that be information that be privy to people when a man gets out if he's been with other men inside prison? Let me tell you what's crazy about that. Because I've been saying this for a long since I was in prison. I said, man, I said, if you think about it, indulging in homosexual activity and being a snitch is on the same level because they're degrading your honor, your dignity, all this out the window, right? But here's the sick mindset they have in prison. If a guy from whatever state have a homosexual, the homies don't trip or they be like, oh, he's just doing him, so he's just doing him. That's what they do. They don't, they overlook that. Look, like, this is what in my state, it to be like, if you ain't have a homosexual, like, well, if you ain't got a boy, you ain't doing nothing. Like, that's a sick, that's a sick mentality that people have in prison. Like, a bunch of stand-up men, and Boosie included, in prison, will sit at a table with a homeboy they know in a relationship with another man. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna worry about that. They like, oh, that's, but if he a rat, or you can't sit at the table with a, oh man, you can't be in my cell, or you can't be around me, but they'll let a person, a booty bandit, eat with them, hang out with them, and, and respect them to the fullest. Because he didn't rap, but he owned boys. So they accept that. That's just a sick mindset we have, bro. Do you feel like babies should step in at a point and be like, hey, bro, you really going in on my brother? Like, I cool the snitching, I get that, but all that extra shit, do you feel like babies should have something to say about Tabootsie about that? No, um, because I've, even though baby's older than I am, I've always been a, a spokesman. I always held on cash money. So I don't need him coming to my rescue. And another thing is this, like I say, if Birdman or whoever else step in to nip this uh, internet back and forth in the bud, I'm gonna make my living. You think there's an amount of time that Bootsy could get that he would rat? No, the reason why, because Bootsy has created this character where the world is watching. You have a lot of people who can't stand Bootsy because I get a lot of, you know, I know how you say, too, you tick me off, a lot of stuff come out, same thing. So many people, hey, tell them about this, tell them about It'd be so much you know, overwhelming stuff, I'd be like, all right, time out, that's enough. I don't want this keep, you know what I'm saying? But no, because the world is watching Boosie. He has created this character where he is too stand-up, he is too gangster. He more gangster than I was when I was really in the streets. And that's a lot of gangster. So <laughs> Boosie, uh, yeah, so he, he not going to snitch. I don't got him, no indeed. No. And I would say this one more is that you never say never because a lot of people were shocked when I sat down with the people. A lot of people were shocked when a lot of other guys, I'm not going to call names, that have cooperated with the government. But a lot of people haven't been in the spotlight when they did it, whereas Boosie in the spotlight. So it's like everybody, even grandma after the Sunday church, watching Boosie case, watching Boosie, they own Boosie. So he goes to lay this one down. Gonna lay it down. Hey, he gonna get a punk in the bunk. Now, um, there's a, uh, a a rap artist by the name of Casanova. He's been in, uh, incarcerated for maybe two or three years. Um, 
And he once said, nobody um, that is a millionaire is finna do no time. They fin you if you if you have millions and millions of dollars and they trying to give you like 15, 20 years, you're gonna say you're gonna tell them something. Do you believe that? No. Um because you got all right, and here's another thing. Was he speaking from just the black culture? No, Latinos, yeah, they 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 spending that money. Look, you take the charge, I'm gonna take care of your family. We see that all the time in the federal prison. Blacks, certain blacks, certain right. blacks are paid for it, but Take something like Boosie. Um, is he a millionaire or he a hundred thousand now? Whatever he is, um, he's not gonna do that because, like I say, all eyes are on him. You got some people with big names, people that whack one hundred, all of them rock with him. So he don't want to disappoint a lot of people. Now here's the thing: if he have a chance to pay somebody to take some, he know we gonna scream over oh, that's rat because he know he can't do that. He had he never ran his mouth and was able to take somebody to come take the charge. That's pretty cool, but with him and his big mouth now it's like okay, you got you got to wear this one because he, I'm gonna be on the top like a kufi. He do in it, man. Listen, <laughs> no, he said when you in jail, that's God teaching you a lesson. Don't when you're trying to get out, you taking away God's plan or whatever. That's what he said on Vlad now. So Boosie gotta practice what he preached because he have a habit of saying stuff and he don't stick to it, bro. He don't stick to what he say, man. So are you just like right and right and wrong is wrong if you, you got to say what you stand on, what you say? That's the type of person you are, really? Because yeah. I, I hear you always mention like, nigga, you said this, but you did this. Like, Yeah, man. That's because listen, that's how I am. If I say something, if I make a mistake, then I won't like my people be emailing me all the time or texting me. Oh, gee, now you. All right, my bad. I say that my bad. I take. I apologize, but let me keep going because you gotta understand now. Um, this social media is a powerful platform, right. and people watch you. People paying attention. You got people looking up to you. So when you say stuff and do stuff, you gotta be mindful. You got these youngsters. You got these middle-aged, older, watching you. So when you <coughs> say that, people are like, okay, I'm rocking. You say this. Right. We standing on this. Then you come back and do this. You're like, hold on, you're a hypocrite. Is there anybody that you feel like hasn't been a hypocrite? Like, has there any has there been somebody that you felt like they everything they said they stood on? In the industry or that day? On the industry right now? No. Everybody, bro, listen. I watch a lot of channels. I hear people say one thing, and this is the crazy part about it, man. This is what I love about social media, even with myself. We'll get on the show, we'll say stuff. Or I'll record myself, right? Saying one thing, I might be saying, you know what? Like, Prime Minister, I should say this. Listen, man, if you got a small channel, I'm not answering you back. When I get to this, then sometimes I might be in there looking at a small channel, and if they get a big views, well, I gotta get that, I gotta answer them back. You see what I'm saying? So we all will say stuff in the moment, right. and we'll come right back and contradict that. Right. I do it a lot. <laughs> so, like, like, when you seen Boosie kind of renege on the TI thing, what, what was your thoughts when he, when he reneged on it? I, like I always been saying for the longest, and I, and, I, and, I, and I, you know, some people say I stand on it. I sit on this. Is Boosie is fake? He's not a real gangster. Boosie is, is, is selling himself to the world. Now I've been saying for the longest he's fake and he pump fake and he he didn't got this. He didn't create this imaginary character. So I wasn't shocked when I seen that because I already telling the world for the longest, man. Hey, Boosie faking for the longest. I've been saying that, and I've been everything I've been saying. Now people start to hit me. Oh, gee, you was right. Promise that when I say about the uh the, the uh. I ain't go to that road stop. Been screaming for long. And what's the East Solid come here? And because he was there, he broke it down. So somebody people hit me. Oh, gee, you say that? I say, okay, I've been selling y'all this because I got like Boosie say, 
I got people that ain't go to that love me, that still holler at me to this day. Like he said, that stand up for me. He not lying about that part. It's people that still rock with, with me to this day that tell me, oh, man, yeah, he was over here. I got a little cousin. I got a first cousin that was in Angola with Boosie that used to have to bring the food over there to him when he was on that debt road tier by himself. That was PC. They couldn't put him with all the lion tigers and bears. And then when he did go in, in, in regular population for the last two years, he was in small, soft camps. He wasn't in them camps where them killers and lion tigers and bears was at. So I have to ask you, what's the uh, definition to you of a gangster? Now or back then? Just period. Period. Um, someone who stand on business, someone who keep their word. Uh, a gangster is someone, when he got a problem, he going to go address the man. He going to go, or he, he going to get his victim. He going to go get, he not going to take it on somebody else. A gangster is someone, when he get that money, he going to make sure the people that's around him straight, and he going to make sure he got everything in order. You got a lot of Similac gangsters. You got a lot of clone gangsters. Um, but a lot of these boys pump faking. A lot of them faking out here. Um, that term now is so watered down. That's so overrated now. Um, the internet, the industry has allowed street guys to get involved with the politics and they bring it to the entertainment world. So now, certain entertainers, you can't be a rat. You got to be a stand-up dude. Certain people, but it's like, this is Entertainment purpose. Take your game, take your, put your gangster to the side and enjoy the show. But a lot of them be so still hardcore. They got the Draco in their hand on their book bag or on their hip. But like how Boosie had his in his back back here. Um, that's crazy how you're going to reach me. But, uh, <laughs> but here's the thing though. But as you know, he's faking. But another thing is, but the tight clothes they're wearing today, I guess you can't have it in the front because he's sagging. You know, you can't have it in the front. But I mean, and you know, to go get get caught down bad like that off a of live, right? Like, and you supposed to have all these guys with you. Why would you have a gun even still? Like, what do you think? Like I keep explaining to you, the image he got this persona where he got people thinking that he's really a stepper. Right. So here's the thing: I've seen guys get into character so much that they gangster to where they forget that they're really not gangsters and be like. Man, I'm a gangster. I'm a, I got to keep this going. But I will say this too. Um, I kind of understood his standpoint for having that on him because here's the thing. I'm not going to put my life in somebody else's hand. Amen. Because I've learned this. When that spark gets to popping, dude's going to get some shelter first. Then he might up and shoot because I had a step up with me the, the third time I got hit up. He got, I had him give him my gun, one of my favorite guns, a Ruger. Here. He jumped out by the park, talk, and when that, when that dude pulled up to jam me in, he, we got, I said, oh man, it's a setup. I, I, I spotted it. I peeped it right away. I'm thinking I'm going to hit his nine going on. He ain't get off. What the world? He ran. Yeah, he ducked for shelter. It made me think now that he played a part in this. Because he ain't busted out one time. Then he's going to tell me, hey, yo, man, I had it on set. I couldn't. Then I finally got all shots. Man, I was already gone. I already been hit up. You see what I'm saying? So I understand on one aspect, Bruce may look at it like, yeah, y'all going to shoot for me, but I, I prefer to shoot myself too because I know I'm, I'm going to get myself on to my family. I, I was just going to ask you, is there a situation you ever been in where somebody was, you thought they was a gangster and they wasn't? And they was Man, <laughs> like I say, bro, I done seen a lot, bro. I done seen a lot of palm faking, bro. I listen, We had a little homie, bro. We went to this concert. Magnolia Slim was performing. And we was deep in the concert. We was downtown. 
The Calio in it, this time this one man the Calio was cool. So we had a homeboy, he's deceased now. Actually, they, they, his own family member killed him and put some semen on him and dropped him down in the water. But that's another story. Anyway, um, the same guy I'm speaking of, he out to Magnolia now. While we were up front supporting Magnolia Slim, some guy from downtown ran down on him and slapped him, hit him in the face a few times. He didn't fight back. So now when we was coming out, and he came to us to come get us to him. Oh, man, they jumped. The guy at the Calio, he was like, man, don't go help him. Like, what's up, Mr. Holmes? He said, man, he ain't going to try to fight back. Dude slapped him in the face, hit him. And he kind of tall. I'm like, what? You cow, you soft. So but around us, he with the mean mugging. Some days in the courtyard, he got that Mac 90 with him. You know, so I didn't, man, I, I didn't see a lot of pump faking, bro. So that's why I'm out the way. I'm on the couch. So for, we went through this before. First lady. First lady broke this down from before with the sofa, the couch is, but yeah, I'm out the way, bro. So let's say this was back in the day, right? And it was you was the old Terrence Gangster Williams, and you ran into a similar character like Boosie with this gangster persona. How would you handle him if it was real beef night entertainment? Wait, if he was disrespecting me like he's doing now? Yes. <laughs> bro. Man, I'd have hit all his dogs up. No big favorite of the big ugly dog Boosie had. I'd have hit all them first. I'd have dogged the dogs first. They saved him for last. But now um he wouldn't be able to breathe. He wouldn't be able to do no clubs, shows. I'd have been on his top, man. But that's why I'd be laughing, because sometimes I'd be like, he know this for the camera. He know I don't live that life, denounce that life. I can't live that life. I don't never want to go back to jail. So he having the fun right now. In, in situations like that, you know, you see Boosie and you also see his son. Do you hit up the son? No, back then I never done that. See, I'm a different um, type of person. Um, I've always been against taking down on family members because my thing be this. Because I used to always say this too. Um, if someone, like my mother had told me before, she was like, if somebody kidnapped me, don't come. You know, I was like, if somebody kidnapped my children, I wasn't, you can't call me and say, I'm a gangster. I got your little boy. I'm going to kill him. You don't come. I don't believe you. I'm going to hang up. Cause I could always make another son. That's the mindset I had back then. So, um, yeah. So, uh, for real, bro. That you, when you live in that life, you have to develop that because people gonna always look for your weakness and they're gonna exploit that. You know. So, you know, for me, you know, I just look at it like, man, dudes. You know, the internet. I may never see you in life. You know what I'm saying? You could talk your talk online all day. You know what I'm saying? But um, it just it just be a lot of wild faking, but I'm enjoying it because, like I say, I get paid off, so I don't, I'm not tripping, you know. And I know where I come from. Um, do you believe in karma then and now? I believe um, whatever plan God has for you is going is going to happen. You know, um, I'm a Bible being Muslim. We always say the cause of our law is called the divine decree. We don't believe in good luck or bad luck. We just believe. Whatever happens by the will of God, whether it's good or bad, God allows it to happen. We just say Alhamdulillah. I mean, all pray. How Christians say Hallelujah. In Arabic, if you look up Alhamdulillah, that's what that's what that means. It's all praises due to God. What about when you was in the game? Yeah, I felt like you live by the gun, you're gonna die by the gun. So you was prepared while you was while you stepping in? Let me tell you what's crazy, man. You might not believe this. I always tell people I had a shirt that was like, heaven don't want me. And hell scared them to take over. Um, I always thought, honestly, real for real. God, always, I, used always tell people, 
I thought I was this how bad I thought I was. Um, until people started hitting me, I was like, oh, because I, I didn't think people had the balls to really shoot me or come in. I got hit in my project twice, three, all, yeah, matter of fact. He said, I got hit up was in the, in the know you. So I was like, oh no, well, you're not that, you know, people just like you tough, they tough too, you know. Um, so, like I say, um, in Islam, we just believe in the, 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 the cause of Allah, the divine decree, you know. Um, but on the street, I never thought that I would get killed. I always thought I was going to go to Angola and get a life sentence. I used to always say, like, one time my baby brother, she called me, she said, Terrence, don't never let them, uh, don't let them ends have to kill you or kill you, right? I said, I give you my word, don't let none of them kill me. I said, I'm going to Angola and get a life sentence before I let one of them kill me. And I never thought I would go to the fair. I always thought I would go to Angola, get the life, file up here, come on, retire. But it just was the Fed, and I came on still retired. So it still was kind of on that line. But um, I never pictured one of them killing me. I always thought I was too slick. I had a partner, right? And he was, you know, stepping, doing all this stuff. And he felt like like the devil almost was allowing him to do it. Was that ever a, a thing with you? Did you ever, like, be like, man, man, I feel like the devil, like any type of energy like that. Real talk, I never blamed none of my stepping days on nothing, no one. I always thought it was me. I never did drugs, never drank. Just give me, if I had two revolvers, I had two nines, or that chopper, or that Mac 11, and I'm stepping. Um, I never was like, oh, the devil, you did this. this. No. I, I was like, watch, the devil ain't bad at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just the mindset I had, the sick mindset I had. But yeah, I never blamed. I never played the blame game. I never thought like that. None of that. Since you did. Oh, my cake. Since you uh, <laughs> denounced. Fell off. <laughs> since so, you denounced, uh, you know, the game. Uh, do you, you still feel like you had an urge to kill still? Um, yeah, sometimes that do hit me. Sometimes that does. Um, I be like, certain people that be talking, I be like, man. One more round. That was like, I think about, I think about feds. I think about, I just think about the, the, here's another thing. A lot of stuff you can't get away with these days because you got cameras all over the, 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 the uh, lights. People got cameras in their houses. Like I was yeah. passing by this house not too long ago and I seen a camera in their house, in their window, looking out at the streets. Yeah, it's not going down. I was like, man, and I'm, I'm old and a little slow now, so a lot of stuff I can't do that I did back in the day. Um, you you, we been, bring the, come on, bring my thing now. <laughs> you keep on doing it. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, we gotta stop here. 100K! Oh. 100K! Oh, yeah, man. Come on, man. I, like, I feel like she hating on my cake or something, man. <laughs> Yo, what's happening with you? Watch your step, don't drop the cake. Please. Watch your step. And she dropped that cake, but you got the cake. Yeah. This is a celebration. Oh, we gotta let them see this. Y'all see that? Yeah. Thank you, my YouTube family. Yeah. We had to, now let me tell y'all now for y'all be trying to grind me up in the comment. Oh, OG, get that old cheap cake. First of all, this 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 hundred K, this hundred K, uh, thank you, Queen France. Um, this hundred K just came out of this came too fast at me. Um, cause we thought it was cause like I say it was slowing at first, and when the Boosie when Boosie attacked me, it, it jumped right. So um, 
I was like, yo, Queen, because like I said, we had pre- prepared next Saturday to go live to give away the thousand dollars. Right. So when that, when, as I come out of, matter of fact, around two thirty, around two thirty Friday, that's when I hit the hundred k mark. Um, that's a question I might ask on my live next week. But anyway, um, so I was like, yo, let's get the cake. So we're going to realize street stuff. Let's get something, you know, to let the people know because this is a big platform. So I was like, let's let the people know I appreciate, thank you, all the love, support, because um, that hundred k is like you in a whole other bracket now. Now my tax bracket gonna go up a little bit, a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So um, I appreciate all the love, and support, especially realize street stuff. Y'all showed me so much love, man. And I know a lot of y'all fans and followers come over to my page. Nah, so for sure, for sure. I was like, yo, I said, yeah, we got to go do this. It is real big. So. Maybe you know, one of the, but see, okay, let me ask you a personal question on some. We grown many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been eight. Let me ask I'm you, trying to get. I got to ask you a content question, man, because even we just did a live queue. Shout out to you, man, because we, we just tried some new shit where we let the fans come in. And even with that, they're like, nah, we want another gangster interview, though. I'm like, God damn, we just got the. Like, do you ever feel like a slave to the content? It'd be like, it's never enough. It's weird, bro. It's like you could give a nigga 10 clips in a day. But they want a eleventh one. It's never a point where it's enough for them. It seems like no, um, because I've learned this that when you put yourself out in the spotlight, people want to hear from you, right? Right. Now you might get burnt out on the kinds of might not know what you're doing, but here's the thing: I've learned through my journey is that this is therapy for people, especially when I'm pushing. So a lot of people look at it like you're a guy that's really from the street. You denounce the street, so now you're helping. You're speaking out. You're trying to show the young boy, like, oh, hey, it's not cool. So, um, no, I don't ever feel like there's a slavery to it. And also, I look at it that um, if I can help at least one person, then I'm happy with that. You know? um, because I don't want a lot of people, because there's going to be some people that's going to steal, man, I don't want to hear that. But I don't want people to go through what I went through. Because I always say, and I can't thank Birdman and Slim enough. Them dudes took care of me my whole bed. And in prison, people will tell you, you need money. You need outside support. So for them to be there for me, my whole bid, 23 years, 10, well, actually Birdman cut me off six months in the bid one time. I went to hold for, uh, under investigate for drugs. But um, no, man, um, I, I enjoy it, bro. Because like I said, I ain't pushing none of the bull crap. So when I come on my chair, I might do a little joking and playing. Um, but other than that, no, I, I I enjoy it, bro. And plus, I get paid. So I'm doing something where I don't have to go back to the streets. You got a lot of people that come from, from jail, used to get money, used to do what they do. Now you come home, and you ain't used to this living. So now it's like, how can I make money? So with the YouTube, I'm looking at it like, I'm not making nowhere near the street money I should get. I don't want for nothing. I don't have to call Birdman or something like, hey man, can you cash at me or sell me a thousand dollars or that? I don't want to go on a spree, shopping spree, or I want to take my girl here, or whatever the case may be. I don't have to ask nobody for nothing. I can just go to my bank account, use one of my credit cards, whatever the case may be, and I'm I'm just content with what I have right now. Speaking of, you know, money, we were talking about being rich and going to jail rich. Hey man, say. Hey man. I'm the first one to do this. So when anyone of y'all come on Real Life Street Saw, don't jack my style. Nah, you they won't be able to, cause <laughs> <laughs> trust and believe. 
if you would have, let's say you would have been up, let's say you was up 20 million when you got locked up. Do you think you would have stayed in jail? How much? 20 million. You say 20, if I had 1 million, 100,000? No, indeed. No. <laughs> but let me tell you something. <laughs> this is real talk. I know this kingpin from my city. Um, he had wrote me a letter. He was like, man, when I got 30 million strong, the guy's supposed to leave the game alone. But that greed, that money just coming at him, right? And he wanted to get out bad. But he pled guilty to eight murders. And they got 23 more waiting on him if he beat them. So he'd been in the face since 96. Um, so I, there are some kingpins, millionaires, that want to get out, but they just don't have information or they can't get out. The government, I know one dude, this one, one of my Muslim brothers, he's from Mobile. He couldn't stand rats. He used to be like, your mama should have crossed her leg when she having you. And this, this, I, he used to go off on snitches in the jail, right? He had 30 years, 13 years in his beard. He go back to court, stay going through. I said, hey man, what happened to Man, I'm ready to go home now, man. I don't want to hear I said, bro, all that, you be selling debt, <laughs> all this gangster stuff. So I see, and then I've seen where a guy had a life sentence. And when they be in these penitentiaries, it's guys with two and three and four and 15 life sentences. So they feeding off that energy like, oh, he's stepping, he's soldier. I'm, I'm a stepping soldier. But once they custody level drop, they go to medium and they're around rats, snitches. Now they start looking at things a little different like, man, you better go home. Oh, you had life, now you drop it down to 15, or oh, you better, you so now they start them. I didn't see where a guy contacted the U.S. Uh, the uh, prosecutor, and the prosecutor told the guy, no, I don't want your information, I'm happy with you dying in prison. That's some of the most hurtful stuff to, you be a stand-up dude, you standing on principle, you standing on manhood, I'm a gangster, I'm a dying, I'm a soldier, then one day you, when you finally break, and you contact the prosecutor, and they say, no, we want you to die in prison. Man, that's like, Yo, that's the ultimate there, like. That's deep, bro. Yeah, um, bro, I've seen that stuff, man. I've seen it. Do you think there's a limit on that should be like, as a price that should be paid for any type of crime? Do you think a man there's a crime that you could commit where you really should have to spend the rest of your life in prison? Yes, I used to argue with the, with the CO lady when I was incarcerated. I felt that a child molester, anybody that molests children should never be to walk the streets again. But what she used to tell me, she's like, well, Williams, I mean, and co- according to the computer, now you a murderer. So I look at all y'all the same, all y'all criminals, you know, so I don't look at him. I said, but you a female. I'm like, you got children? She's like, yeah, but this is my job. And I don't look at him no different than I look at you. I'm like, and I thought she was capping for a while, but she was standing on what she was standing on, you know? so. Me personally, yeah, I feel like child molesters because you, you, you taking the child innocence. The child don't know no better, you know what I'm saying? Um, now that's something I'm, I, that I would, uh, how I say this, uh, contemplate coming out of retirement for. Right. If I know it's a child molester in my neighborhood and he really doing it to these little children, man. I might have to put that black on and sneak around the back. Nah. <laughs> Yo. But yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I can't stand child molesters. You know, the, the reason I ask, because uh, we're looking at the YMN Melly child. And uh, YNW Melly. And he's, um, he was accused of um, shooting his two best friends. 
And he has a lot of support. Like they really want him to be set free. They don't want him to face no time, but they, they are looking, they have the death penalty on the table. Um, what do you think uh, when you see something like that? And what, what's, what's more thing about it is, you know, he's in the courtroom, he's blowing kisses. He's, you know, he's doing a lot of things like that would seem unreasonable in your thought process if you're trying to get your freedom. So when you see things like that, do you like, oh, he probably need to really sit down? Or do you just like, if you can get off with it, then, then that's what you deserve to get? First of all, thank you for telling me why he's, let me tell you something. I didn't know who that was. I didn't know what was going on, right? I be so caught up in my little world, bro. <laughs> now listen, really, and I know now I need to start surfing more because I had to start giving more content, right? Right. Um, when it popped about, it was what I seen on YouTube. It was the guy, the, uh, the one of the victim's son, uh, father, mm-hmm. went off on Boots there for support. And I was like, "Well, what's that? What's going on with that?" So I was like, "What well, is a game related case? Like, you know, you hear these alphabets. You're thinking, I didn't know what was going on. So today, I was going to uh, look into it to do a little uh, video on it." Then it slipped my mind. I got caught up. I had to come here. So I'm. Thank you for breaking down what the situation is. Um, like I don't know the whole case. Like, was his friends trying to rob him? Were they fight? Were they arguing? Did he make a mistake? Like I don't know the logistics of the case. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. You know I don't know what's going on. But now from this standpoint, um, whatever you do, now if you're innocent, yeah, you, you walk away. But if you're guilty on something, then you got to be held accountable. You know, it's crazy because um, he he had a song uh, in a song he has called Murder on My Mind, where he seems like he's detailing the murder. Uh, but of course, they they said that's inadmissible in court. They not, they threw that out. But it's kind of seemed like he's bragging about it or and you know, his his demeanor has been like. It's like I'm finna get away with this. So. Just like when you have, just like the thought process of an individual is like, yeah, I'm, I have millions of dollars waiting on me and I got fans and supporters waiting for me to get out that's going to celebrate me after I've committed this crime. My, well, see, my, in this day and time, um, a lot of young, see, the reason why, there's another reason why I don't really um, judge a lot of those youngsters like that because I was once his age. Mm-hmm. I was once like that. Only thing is, you got to subtract the social media. So I be thinking like, I can imagine, because here's the thing. I used to wear t-shirts with my enemies if they're alive or dead, names on my shirt. I used to have different little slogans on my shirt or on my car. So, and we did it without social media. I used to have social media. We, we might was in this, you know, so I always put myself in that situation. That's why I don't be quick to pass judgment on them. Right. Because I was like, we didn't have social media. We was doing a lot of ignorant, stupid stuff. It's just now with social media, they're using it to uh, to uh, uh, hold them against them. But I'm happy that the courts didn't use that because it's a guy from New York named Rod Digg. They use his lyrics against him. Yeah. yeah. Um, me and my friend, we was we was arguing that murder is cool now. Like it's cool to murk a nigga. Like it's cool to like walk a nigga down. Like, do you think that's the new thing? Like. It's not even about get back or no more, or right? it's just murder has become cool, a cool thing to do. Well, when I was out, it was always cool to do, but now that I look at it now, 
I don't want to say it's a cool thing to do now because I don't have a weapon and I don't want anybody to murder me. OG, get out the way now, y'all. But um, yeah, man, they wilding right now. Them young boys ain't playing. They crushing in and everything, right? So now it's like if you don't catch it, this is what I'm learning. Anybody catching a body now. It's like you could be a no-name and you just like, you got this go, oh, you playing? All right, I'm just going to let it loose. I ain't going to. Back then, a lot of people would be scared to pull the trigger. These guys with guns be scared. Now these youngsters, man, it's like that gun gave them the ultimate power. Now they, that's why I stay out there. Wait, I went to the barbershop today. I'm trying to get a haircut. Right, I go to the barbershop. As soon as I walk in there, youngster on the phone. Get what he do? And he locked in on me. He looking at me. I'm like, I I understood it because he don't know who I am. I come in, I'm on the phone. I'm talking, and he's looking and he look. And I'm like, you know, back then, dude, like, man, what you looking? at? I don't want to say that because I, I just I don't want him up in this knowing E, man. So them bullets hurt. So uh, <laughs> he just was looking at him, he had his hand up and he looked, he watched me a whole while. And I guess once he seen that I was trying to get a haircut out, and he got caught and took his hand on the shirt and he stayed on his phone doing whatever he was doing. I was like, man, I'm about to get up out of here. Fuck barbershop you at, nigga. God damn. They had the tool at the barbershop with the nigga. Hold on, hold on. Oh, good. <laughs> I be clutching at the barbershop all the man, time. Man, them young boys don't be dying, <laughs> man. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas Bro, they be all in Walmart with them tools, man. Well, man, now, I, um, man, little, little Soldier Slim, man, he say, man, New Orleans has been deriding you, man, because you're hot right now. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think um, that people that don't really fuck with you are just kind of playing that position right now because you're hot, or do you just feel like people genuinely fuck with you? Let me say this first. Um, because I've been holding back a little soldier slim pushing it. He really pushing it. Um I've been I've been he he pushing it, man. Um number first of all, Lil ain't do nothing to do enough for heaven. You ain't a, you're not a stepper to be talking about what somebody doing, number one. Um he haven't laid a foundation down to even much voice his opinion on certain stuff. And I understand it's the social media and he have a you know the platform where he can speak. Well, certain stuff you'd be like, like, what have you done? You know, the streets don't know you. You ain't nobody. You know, so you going off somebody who you saying is your father. Don't even look like you. You from Mississippi, man. You know what I'm saying? But I've been, because I see he did another interview. He talking, oh, I wouldn't do this and that. Man, he just did a documentary talking about he know the dude who killed his father. So he was slick ratting then. But he ain't look at it like that. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of people need to think before they speak. Um, but yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say that they penis ride me. I would say, and of course, a lot of people rocking with me who don't mess with me. That's a fact. But the fact that since I come home, I put the spotlight back on New Orleans. Dudes capitalizing off like, oh, oh, Giggy's doing that. Oh, let me jump in. I could do, he's doing I could do this. Here. So I'm not going to say they deride me. I'm going to say that they just seeing an opportunity and they're and they jumping on it before that window closed because we ain't going to be hot for long. Right. On a special on the social media, everybody want to hear the New Orleans story. Nah, for sure. So like to, to that same tune, right? Gunner, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was making it seem like Gunner's finished. Then he drops this album. That's fire. That's fire. Now everybody is switching their tune up. Like you can see it. So, you know, when you see stuff like that, you know what, you know, we predicted what was gonna happen with Gunner, but now that you see he dropped the album, no features, and the shit was probably one of the best al- rap albums that came out this year. And it seems like he's going to be able to make it. What, what, was you, what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> like I explained to everybody, how people be like, man, Gangsta Rat, why so many people support rock with him? 
social media is not just for gangsters and steppers. You got family, grandmas, grandpas, children come to social media for entertainment. Social media is a regular TV channel now. People go on YouTube just to see what's going on, get a little laugh over it. Okay, that's enough of that. Now I'm going back. So um, we're going to, he's an entertainer. So you got people, how all Korean fans say earlier, oh, I don't, I'm not in the street like so I don't voice my opinion on it. They want to hear good music. They want to hear, oh, let me hear that. I don't, I'm not going to judge you for what you did. That's, you, you made that choice. That's something you got to live with. Hi, baby told me, you made that bed, you got to lay in it. Give me a pillow. Matter of fact, y'all got one right here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm not surprised people take it to him because people could look at like, this one dude told me the other day, one of Boosie fans, we was arguing back and forth. I had an argument with two of them yesterday. One of them wanted to fight me. Um, and I was shocked that, and I looked, I said, let me see what this dude, he got like 22,000 uh, followers on Instagram, right? So I see he had dogs. So I went back and I said, man, I hope one of these dogs died. So, <laughs> listen, he hit me back, right? He hit me, he said, man, you know what? He said, you rat. He said, I can't remember that, but, and as a matter of fact, one of my puppies did die, so that's on you. He said, he said what did he tell me? He said, bro, you know what? He said, giggity. He said, man, we, we could meet up. He said, I'll beat your A. He said, we can go from the shoulder. He said, no gun or none of that we involved. So I play, I said, you know what? Drop your location. He sent me an address. He said, let me know when you're outside. I say, man, I don't know if this young's serious or he crazy, but I'm gone. So I got up off there with him, right? So uh, this other one, he from New York, I could hear his accent. He gone, he tell me, he say, uh, man, you kick now, you going too far. Boosie in jail, you kicking him while he down, da, 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 I said, I hit him, I said, you must be a Boosie fan. He said, yeah. He was the rapping Boosie lyrics. We, we talking on the voice thing, because I don't like to do too much of that texting on the uh, Instagram, the, the voice thing is faster for me. So he's like, yeah, he started rapping song. He said, man, you know what? I don't feel comfortable calling you gangster. You Terrence. He says, well, listen, Terrence. So we going back and forth, back and forth. So we come to a common ground, right? He was like, stop talking about Boo. He I said, first of all, Boo's not my friend. I said, secondly, that's when you kick him when he's down. I say, Boo's disrespect me worldwide, and you're going to tell me let up off him now because he in jail? I said, man, you got to be stupid, man. So I said, man, no, matter of fact, get out my inbox. He's like, no, nah, but listen, man. You got other content you could talk about. You could let people know like your story. I said, bro, apparently you haven't checked my page. I've been telling my story since I've been home. That's how my story on my platform grew like this. So he went back. He said, yeah, he right. I need to check out a few of them. But then I learned this. Some of Boosie fans, they can't stand me until they start talking to me. Then they'll be like, oh, bro, I still feel like you're a rat. I ain't going to call you gangster because Boosie take the gangster off. But anyway, Terrence, I think this is you a cool dude. Da -da -da this. I had one from New York. This is a young boy, couldn't see. He's like 21 years old. He used to cuss me out, disrespect me so much on Instagram. I just take my time with him, take my time with him. To so where now he be like, he just told me the other day, but I still got up my phone. Y'all might think I'm lying. He said, Man, besides you being a rat, man, you a cool dude. <laughs> I, I can show y'all right now my Instagram, man. So, wait, wait. Because Boosie made it, there was another Boosie clip that came out the other day that said, once you're a rat, everything you did is a race, like da 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 da, right? And so, I mean, number one, do you believe that? No, that's okay. some of the most stupid, ignorant right. stuff I heard people say. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly, right? Because so, here's the thing. Right. Let's take this cake, for example. Right. This plate is this cake child. Now, no, 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 they say they're brothers. I murdered this, this plate, but now I'm a rat. So now everything I did is erased. Now y'all gotta take me. <laughs> So now, you got to let this cake know, hey, gangster a rat now. So everything he did, we're we going to erase him from the, from the gangster book, from the history book, from all the stepping, all the music. 
So now don't get no get back because everything I've done is erased. There's no other involved. I think people said some of the dumb people are parents. Like, you know, people uh hear somebody say something that sound cool right. and they take it and run with it. It's not until you really dissect what you saying, like, yeah, that is stupid. Because what's done is done. Now here you can say this. Oh man, oh boy was a step, oh boy, did it here right now, but boy, oh boy did all this. But you can't come back and say, I mean, you can, they saying it, but you, it sounds real ignorant to say all that working for nothing. So all the pain, suffering, blood, sweat, and tears on both sides of a person called, you going to say that all for nothing? Come on, man. Like, dudes say some dumb stuff out their mouth. <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy, bro. But, I, but I'm happy that they're saying that because now with my second chance at life getting out of prison, now all them steppers, all my old enemies, all that. Hey man, all that was for nothing. Now y'all leave me alone, cause Boosie said it. Y'all gotta take a pencil and erase me. So I did a video. <laughs> that what he said. He said you gotta take a pencil and erase him out of here. You gotta erase him for all this accomplishment. So somebody was in the comment like, "Would you call killing somebody, selling drugs, doing an accomplishment?" Boosie, you real ignorant, man. People, listen. When I read the comments, I be like, "Wow," cause you know at one time when Boosie first started attacking me when I first come out, he had more of the people on his side. So uh, when I first seen his and on his Twitter going off on me, and I seen a lot of people support me and just speaking from a, a normal point of view. I like, man, I'm the people champ. I said, I'm the people champ, man. People like me, man. So um, now when you look at the comments, they be tearing him up. So it's like, yeah, good games. Look, we know what you did. We ain't forgot what you did. However, on this point here, <laughs> we rocking with you with this. You know what I'm saying? We like this, 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 and this. <laughs> but we know what you did. You're going to still still be in this rap category, but you still... You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm fine with that, bro. Like I said, I don't buy friendship. It's too expensive. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm cool with the little small circle I have. Um, if I ain't hanging out with Queen friends, I'm with uh, Mike. Mike was my cellmate uh, when we was in the feds. I met Mike in the feds. So me and Mike hang out. I got my homie Jeezy I hang with and my homie Sweet Pea. But other than that, I'm by myself. So for the most part, man, I, I ain't, I'm not tripping, bro. I, like I say, I'm happy that I have people that um, support me, that's helping me out because I don't have to go back to the streets because there are guys that should get money that will come on, they'll try the job, the legal thing, and then eventually they'll be like, man, I'm about to pick that sack back up. I'm about to start back hustling again because this job not cutting it. For me, man, listen, give me my job, give me my check once a week, and give me my YouTube check once a month, and I'll make it happen. How real does the movies depict uh, death scenes? How movie what? Say again? How real does the movies depict death, death scenes? Does it look real? Like when you see it on TV and then you see it in real life, is it the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, and then it all depends on the actor. Because you got some people, you be like, come on, man, you ain't motherfucking like you did. You, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, when you look at that, you be like, okay, yeah, that's that work. You put in that action. You know, so you be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he jumping. Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it depends on who the actor is, you know. But yeah, a lot of some of the movies get it to the T. You be like, "Whoa, he slam dunked that one." What was the realest scene to you in Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood—that's the one with uh, Jada Pickett when she go with the young boy. Yeah, it's inside. That means inside. Yeah, uh, this one is the one with uh, Ice Cube and uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, when um his friend got killed. When, when the one that was going to the to the uh, play sports, yeah, Q brother, yeah, and because that car kept coming around there, 
Ricky, yeah, man, that part there. Because my thing was, I'm always rooting for somebody that's from the hood to go make it out. And when that happened, I was like, wow, man, this man here had a chance to go do something, help his mother out. He got caught in his brother foolishness. Um, out of all the original hot boys, who was the most solid? I'm gonna say those three. I got I got is is out of those three. You know, apparently I ain't in that category <laughs> with solid no more. Uh, I, I can't. I don't want to say this one. They're gonna like, oh, you told favorite because I love all three of them equally. So that's something you would have to ask. People who know all of us, I can't. Now, um, speaking of that scene, like, let's say that was a real life situation that you, somebody that you were dealing with that was close with, and what is the protocol if you hit somebody's brother and they was like innocent, they was just a a cool group, the dude, or they played football or something, and they had nothing to do with that street life? What I'm going to do about it? Now, I mean, back to like, what would be the protocol if, if like one of your homeboys brothers like that, that child kicked it with, but he wasn't on that, none of that, and someone hit him up? Oh, we out there head first behind him, because now you didn't hit somebody innocent, and nothing to do with whatever the beef going on, so we going to get the person who, uh, who did that. That's, that's a fact. You done messed up a whole lot of stuff for the people in the hood and everything. <clears throat> what is the... Uh... Wildest thing you've seen people, a family do to pay for a funeral? Hmm. I haven't seen that in a while because down my way, somebody died. We already got the money for the DJ, the block party. There, a lot of people back then, they already had, they already had insurance on because they know you, they was expecting you to die. Like, I didn't find out until I went to the Fed that one of my children's mother, mother had me on the insurance. Isn't that crazy? Like you can just really put insurance on a person and they not even know about it. Like facts, yeah. Man, that's a man. That's cold. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Like back in the day, well, this new age people be like smoking on a pack of somebody they say their name, and it's like real disrespectful. Was that thing? Was that a thing back back in your day? Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. Like I explained to y'all earlier. We just didn't have social media. We still had, you know, T-shirts. Still was, you know, we see their girlfriend, we see somebody, we still was disrespecting them and all that stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, so uh, we want to bring Mike up here, man. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, man, I got to tell you how I met Mike, man. <laughs> Mike, man, come on up here, Mike, bro. Mike. Come on up here, Mike. Let people see who you are. My, uh, see, well, Mike, Mike's from New Orleans, too. Okay. And I was like, you know, he had he been in the Fed, so I was like, bro, um, he had asked me first, he had asked me, how was it out in Texas, right? So I was like, man, bro, you need to come out here, you need to, you know, if you want to get away from that wild stuff, your life that's going on out there, you got to make a change. But there was, he was shocked that I was able to, you know, relocate, because he wasn't like me, loved New Orleans. Right. So um, I was like, bro. Come on out here, man. There's plenty of job opportunities. There's a lot of stuff going on out here. And most importantly, started your YouTube channel. So he started one the other day called Motivational Mike. So, uh, but tell him how you went to the Fed, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. In 2010, I took a hit. Got shot. 
No, 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 no. Don't. That's the, that's the time out. So you going too fast. You took the hit, but tell the people what happened, how you went in the gas station. Okay. An individual called me and they said, well, what's up, bro? You trying, to, you trying to make some money? I'm like, yeah. So they was like, all right, uh, I'm going to talk to you more in person. I'm like, all right, so I'm on my way home. He pull up. We get in the car, so he tell me what's going on. So we go to the gas station, cross the street from the gas station, and we buy three bills of Old English, pull the beer out, put gas in it. So I take the motorcycle helmet, and uh, I put it on my head for my identity. So I go in there and I, I, I throw one across the counter. So when the man seen what was happening, cause the door was locked, it's after hours. But I, I'm not knowing the door locked. So when the man see what's happening, he was like, oh shit. So when I try to get out of the store, I'm like, stop. What I'm gonna do now? So I throw another one. And by the time I throw the second one, he shot me in my leg. Damn. So when, I'm, when, when he go to the door, to get up out of there, I run behind, but he turned he turned on me with the gun, like, get back, get back. So now I'm thinking I'm, I'm finna die. What, what what kind of crazy stuff I didn't get myself into? So as people pull up and they was uh talking that uh that uh A-Rap language. So by the time I, they doing that, I made my escape route. He come behind me, shoot, shoot. By the time I'm passing out, I called one of my homeboys. He was in his sleep, he come got me. He said, man, why you doing crazy stuff, man? So he called the other dude who brought me, but he but that dude had left. He left me. He left me to die. I go to the hospital and I ain't see the street since. So that was in 2010. Fought my charge for a little bit. 13, I get sentenced. I go to the feds, go to Yazoo. I stood in Yazoo about three years. Hold on, you was in Yazoo where, where I was a homosexual, where I was getting punked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that, all that crazy stuff happening on the compound, all kind of wild stuff. So I stood there about three years, and then uh, after three years, I said, you know what? I want to break my beard up. So I, I started asking people, how can I, what I need to do to transfer? They said, hey, put it for the drug program. They said, the close spot they're going to see is uh, Mariana. I said, all right. So I put in for it, they approved me for it. I get shipped. I get on the compound. It's like, oh, you from New Orleans? Oh, 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 oh y'all got a homie gangster. He all shot caller. We gonna tell him to come out. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, you know. And then once he came out, that's why I met my man's at. That's hard. Right now, you know they got me on gay status, so don't say I met my man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I met my homeboy. I met my homeboy. Yeah, yeah. He blessed my game. Cause it, it was me and another homeboy. We, we was on a compound. Hold on, hold on. What does bless your game mean? Nah, I fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what else? Nah, nah, what? Nah, me, Where is he? When he blew, when I said yeah. bless my game, yeah, he gave me everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Socks, slippers, grays, big bag of commissary, straight. Yazoo, you ask a question. What is Yazoo? Yeah, where is Yazoo for those who you know? Because everybody keep That's hearing Yazoo. That's in Mississippi. Okay, right. so Yazoo's, yeah. and then you had you was in. Yeah, Angola too? No, no, that's the state. I never been in Angola. Okay, okay, gotcha. I've gotcha. been in D- uh, WCI, our state prison. Gotcha. Hunson, WCI. Gotcha. But it's just all the homies, like I had a co defendant that's in Angola. Gotcha. We both had a murder case. I did drop it on me. The girl came and testified on him back in 94. Um, but I still got a lot of people in Angola that I talked to that hollered at me. 
my juvenile co-defendant, when I broke out, he went AWOL. A guy put a murder charge on him and my other best friend. They got life for a murder they didn't even do. But uh, yeah, I got a lot of connections that didn't go to. I never been in Angola. Gotcha. But Yazoo have a camp, a low, a medium, and a pen. So it's like a little complex. Uh, it's in Mississippi. But yeah, a lot of people from Louisiana go there and Texas too go there. Gotcha. So that's where he was at. Gotcha. And that's when y'all linked up. Right. Well, we well, we linked up at Mariana because in Mariana have a drug program. So he came from Yazoo to the drug program. And everybody who comes from Louisiana, if you're from Louisiana and you came on the compound by me, I was going to make sure you have soap, deodorant, toothpaste, food, stamps to write home. And I gave everybody $200. Mm. Here you go. I'm like, listen, homie, I don't take care of no grown men. You're my homeboy. You go your little care package. And you can start you a store. Where you, you know, in, a, in a unit where people coming for you and you give two for one, whatever, flip your money. Right. But after this, don't come and ask me for nothing else. Because I don't want my homeboys coming on the compound, begging, borrowing, gambling, and you don't have nothing. So I'm like, here, you go, here you go. So he said, care package, look out. Here you go, your little package. Now you on, you on your own from there. Now, now you said he was shot calling? No, you about me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. you said, oh yeah, so explain, explain that. So I just, you know, this is a cosign. So explain that. <laughs> well, when I say shot caller, meaning he ran the Louisiana call to where if anything go on, you get into with another dude, they gonna holler against. Hey man, look, hey gangster, your homeboy, y'all about to fight. Oh, he, oh, your homeboy had a fight. Now you gotta see who he had a fight with, why he had a fight. Like, what's what's what's, what's the situation? Like, what didn't happen? Where we gonna go from? Where we gonna go from here? Is it gonna be an ongoing? Battle or is it gonna be squashed? Like, all right, both of them in a the hole. Okay, so when we, when both of them come out, we are gonna see how it's gonna be. Is it gonna still be tension or is it gonna be squashed? And you know, move dab hands and move around. And let me tell y'all something. That's some of the most irritating, uh, uncomfortable stuff you gotta go through because of this. Like when I was in Yazoo, right? It's like about 100, 150 of us from Louisiana. And this guy from Alabama used my little homeboy phone. I had just come in the unit. So they fighting. I'm like, what the world? What's that? So the homie like, now they sell us. They sell us. So I called, I said, y'all better go, go in the cell? Like, yeah. I said, man, where I'm from, once you fight, one of us got to leave the compound. So it was something new to me. So they was explaining what was going on. So I had sent word for the homie to come down. Man, when I sent word... Like 40 homeboys came down there. 15 made the dome. They jumped on and beat him up. So two of my homeboys, it was the shot caller for Alabama was like, hey, who called that for you know, Louisiana dude to jump on my homeboy? It was like, who speak for you? It was like gangsters. So I'm like, oh, I just got it. How y'all just stole me? And this guy was big. He was a big old dude, big dude uh, named Mighty from uh, Alabama. Um, he had just come from Pollock Penn. So I come down. I got my two plexiglass gave my knives on me. Like, what's up? He said, you gangster? Yeah, what's up? He said, man, you call that shot for your homies over home? I said, yeah. Because he was shocked, but I was like, yeah, because my homies didn't put me on the spot. I got to speak up now for the Louisiana car. But I wasn't the only, it was a lot of, like we had the homies, Harry and Darryl from the night when they very respected. They've been getting money since the 80s. Um, they was on a compound. Uh, we had a home, two Johnnies from the night when they was on the compound. We had a few homies that was on the compound. We even had one to sell one shows on the compound. But this what happened, the homies, I was more active with the homies. Like, when I got the officer to bring me cigarettes, like a lot of homies used to give homies cigarettes, packs of cigarettes, and be like, man, bring me $150 back. So 
So when I got the series, I'd be like, yo, here you go. What you want back? Get your locker straight up. Get your money right. Come back and score from me. So a lot of the youngsters took to me more. So they would, whenever there was a problem, they would call me. But when there was a big problem, if I couldn't stop it, I'm going to get the big homie because now it's about to be a Louisiana versus whoever car. It's about to be a, a, a riot, you know, a big fight. But that's hard to keep up with because when we was in Yazoo, um, I had a bunch of young, wild homeboys, man. One time, um, wow, that's crazy. That boy said I was, I was gated, but yet I was speaking for a bunch of gangsters. Um, me and Big Mike, we talking, right? My homies named Stuff from Hammond. We had a basketball game against Mississippi. They in the gym and a fight jump out. So here's the thing though, Mississippi was deeper than us at this time in Yazoo. So we had a lot of numbers. We had a lot of killers, a lot of gangsters on the compound, but we kind of slept on them dude like, man, they ain't gonna do nothing. So the next morning come, Jackson, Mississippi formed up. So it was a few of us, it was like 25 on 25 this morning. So we go by this dorm. So a few of my homies got now. We standing out there. So the homie like, who speak? Who speak for Louisiana? So we just standing looking. So my homie, Jesse Cage from Kenner, he said, I speak for him. What's up? So the dude was like, oh, he won't go one-on-one with my homie. We was like, oh, we don't do one-on-one because when I came to Yazoo, I changed all the rules. And listen, <laughs> and this is what I was like. Listen, ain't no one-on-one fight. If somebody want to fight with our homeboys, go in a cell. Nah, we ain't doing that. You want, this way it started. It ain't starting the cell. We're going to start it right here. So... When the dude told my homeboy Jessica that, hey, because it's two Jessica's, it's Jessica from Cali or the OG, not him, I'm talking about the one from Kenner. He was, he was Muslim too, so he was like, he was like, well, man, we don't do one-on-ones no more. So the dude from Mississippi was like, you see all these dudes I got out here ready? And Jessica was like, well, you see all these dudes we got out here? So we, so we was like a standoff. So the lieutenant, all the officers was coming, right? Nothing happened until a female lieutenant, SIS lady, come out, we all take out running there. So uh, they had locked the compound down for a little minute, we let her know. Because they'll come get certain people they know that have influence on the car. When we say a car, I mean a group of people that's from your state. They'll come get people they know that have influence. They'll come get like, we lock y'all down or y'all going to be able to sort this out. So anybody who's been in the they're going to be able to tell you that's how it's going to fit. It's always going to be somebody. Some people don't like to say shock. Or somebody like to say a spokesman for the car. Or somebody that's going to represent the car, the, 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 the homies, to make sure that a gang fight, nobody don't get killed. It'd be times that your homeboy might come on the compound, say he come on the compound, and he come to somebody from Texas in and borrow some stamps or borrow some money. He don't pay it back. Now, y'all will come and say, hey, look, man, the homie been borrowing and borrowing and borrowing on his butt, man. What y'all going to do about this? So we might get homie to stop doing it. We might pay the bill. If he keep doing that, we got to run him off the compound because you're going to cause a lot of people to either get killed, get their time ran up, and that's a headache, man. You know. And I was one of the ones that um, used to have to speak for a lot of guys um, in Yazoo at, at one time. Do you miss that power? No, indeed, man. I'm free, man. You know how beautiful it is? No, indeed. <laughs> Let me tell you why I don't miss that power, because of this. Now, when you're on a compound, it's good because people respect you. You got people that's, that can fight good, that might fight better than you, that might push that knife fast, right? stab you fast. But by you being a spokesman, you're going to get that respect. So it's like when you walk on the compound, you might have a few homies walking with you, making sure you're good when you're in the child hall. Killers gonna be sitting around you because you spokesman. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be cool. But man, nothing compared to freedom. Bro, ain't nothing compared to freedom, man. God did one of the best things on this earth by creating that woman. Man, listen what I'm trying to tell you, bro. Hey yo, 
No, indeed. Now I gotta ask you too, man, because you did go live with your queen, you know, with Queen France, and uh, it's a lot of people that that seemed like they was a little jealous. Well, um, did did people hit you and be like, man, I see you, bro? You know how niggas. Yeah, like, be, <laughs> man, you hit that, you did that, you did this. So, um, that was man. We got to do that again, man. That was very, very, hey, very, hey, um, anytime. <laughs> that was exciting. Um, yeah, but she got to wear a better outfit. Man. But anyway, um. Yeah, we got to do that again. Um, yeah. Because we had got a good response from that. But yeah, a lot of people hit me up. Oh, gee, what's up with Queen Fair? I'm like, man, y'all hit her. It's y'all. a lot. It's crazy because a lot of people seen you having fun and they was like, man, we want to see you just be gangster. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Nigga came had fun with his life. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with niggas, man? See, this is the thing. Because I saw that too. It was like, man, it was actually a lot of comments. You don't ask about no comment. First of all, I'm not a gangster. <laughs> I am not a gangster. I denounced that. Um, I violated that. Um, I, I, there's a boost even told y'all take that off so I agree with that take that off I'm not a gangster so um, I'm a civilian I am a person that once lived that life that know how I feel to live that life I did 23 years 10 months in the feds so I know how that is um, I've been in the juvenile I've been in the state but God granted me a second chance I'm free so that gangster stuff don't apply to me no more on social media so whatever questions people want to ask I always tell people when you're on social media your life is open now People gonna ask the, the people want to know because here's the thing: if it's certain stuff you don't want to talk about, people are like, I don't want to hear that. He 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 don't like to talk. He don't like to answer questions. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. a lot of people like, man, why they had it? Man, listen, we on social media. People want to know if I'm humping Queen Fran. Um, when the next time we go live with you guys, we gonna have to talk about that. People didn't know if I'm humping Queen Fran. Did I ever hit that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know. Yeah, we get, we need the the world needs to know. Yeah, we gonna we gonna put this stuff out there. <laughs> have I ever tapped that? Them have you ever? T- have you ever? I, listen, let me tell you something, y'all. For my age, right? I think I'm a handsome looking man. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of guys come at Queen Friends, a lot of uh, guys with money, different flavors, different brands, what have you, different nationalities. Um, I just hope she put me in that number. See, see, I'm uh, I'm from started from the bottom, and I, and, I'm, and I'm grinding. You know what I'm saying? I hope she could take that into consideration and be like, you know what, Terrence? Besides us working on a podcast, besides us doing videos and, and going doing a nonprofit, she just like, I'm gonna get like how she say they do at the video shoot, just get naked. Yeah. I'm just hoping one day she just be like, you know what? You didn't put in a lot of work, a lot of hard work. You got you reached a hundred K within a year. I mean, a year and one month. Congratulations. I'm gonna give you something. That's what I'm hoping for. That, that that's that's on my bucket list. That's on the bucket list. The hundred, listen, listen, my hundred, my hundred k, I I I check that off. Um, my movie to do the the uh the, the, the series, that's next. Um, overall, my nonprofit organization, they need us. That's my main goal, the at-risk youth. I gotta build money first to help them. So that's my overall goal. But um, I'm just hoping one day Queen Friends just be like. I'm gonna give you some, and don't ask me for nothing more. Cool. I'm, 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 I'm gonna cherish that moment. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all stay tuned, cause I'm gonna let y'all know if she let me hump her, I will let my YouTube. Oh, she here, y'all. No, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. For, for the, for the hundred K. Show them what you just wrote me. Show them what you just wrote. She wrote me a, you should have put, 
put, oh, that would have been cool if you to put, do you want to go with me and put a check in the box? <laughs> that's what she said, y'all. Tonight is going down. <laughs> now, hold hey, up. It got to be the chains. Now, let me just say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she see him up here blaming. But, here, but here's the problem with that. Once the set go up, I got to get his chain back. Now, I hope she don't have a change of heart. <laughs> now, now, because it's a hundred, it's a hundred on my neck and it's heavy. Y'all, these chains are heavy. Now, let me just say this. Shout out Katie the jeweler. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Now, she said tonight is going down. I don't want to get too excited because you know how women like to tease. Tonight is going down. What that mean? Is you going to party? Damn. Damn. Man. Damn. So y'all know I ain't going to get nothing tonight, man. So. Nah, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll get somebody in the morning. Hey, yo. Y'all can't let me borrow these, bro. The girl just said, hey, yo, these things heavy, y'all. Yo, real life street stars ain't playing, y'all. Hey, man, say, Terrence. Come on, but y'all think, y'all, you just asked me, what that question you just asked me about, do I miss the power? Bro, I just was in jail with uh, G-Shock watches, all kind of stuff, the little small chain. I come out now, I got real life street stars. Real jewelry on. This stuff heavy, man. And I got three of them on. Come on, man. Do I admit, man, they can have that. Man, they can have that. They can have that power, all that in prison. You can have that, man. Mike, how you feel about being free? Oh, man. Let me tell y'all something. I thought he was going to violate. I said, be in prison, be like, because he's cause he kind of like a little hothead, like a little knucklehead. He one of the ones to be like, look, Mike, don't go and gamble. Don't go borrow them, do stuff. Don't go melt them, do stuff. Before you know what, he's doing something you told him not to do. So I said, like, man. He from New Orleans. You see, he some old goofy stuff he did. Try to go blow up a gas. How you go blow up a gas and get locked in the gas station? <laughs> come on, man. So um, I said, Mike, come out here, bro. Bro, you gotta come out and change your life, bro. You gotta get away from New Orleans. You gotta come and you know, get it. man. You, uh, uh-uh, man, I ain't leaving that city. So he came out. I said, bro, start your YouTube channel. Motivation to Mike, cause he had these calls. He 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 infatuated with calls. My bad. Motivation boy. Motivation boy, Mike. My bad. So uh, he got this channel. Tell the people about your channel, man. All right, so tell him, Ray. We're in a boo boo room right now. <laughs> so, my channel is called Motivation Boy Mike. Basically, what I'm talking about on there is about all the cult clubs that we did back in the days. Motivation still out there rocking and rolling. Shout out to Dawson Jermaine, that was our cameraman. Every time we need something done, video, whatever, he was there. So, I'm just going to be speaking about a lot of different stuff, not just about calls, just about different motivation stuff. I might wake up one morning, go do me some exercise. I'm gonna record. Say, look, hey, look, I'm, 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 I'm motivating. <laughs> bro, you got a picture, mom. You really got... <laughs> man, mo- yeah, that's that, 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 that's a good thing, motivational, motivational boy, Mike, because you gonna motivate me to work out. Because, bro, man, that thing, a picture, that thing, is sitting out. Y'all see? Hey, I, I like to eat. All right, but listen, y'all, see? before you get out of here, because that's enough now. Give your shout outs to the people. You can get on out the sofa. <laughs> All right, shout out to Real Life Street Stars. Oh, okay, okay. You know, for having me here, let me come speak. Everybody, y'all go subscribe to my page, Motivation Boy Mike. Shout out uh, to all my fellas, my partners I mess with. Who Jeezy, name? I'm about to say you. Jeezy, Sweet P, B, Tweet. Y'all can check me out on Instagram, boat underscore, Mike underscore, money. All right, thank you. All right. <laughs> Beat it. It's over with. Check out Motivation Little Mike. Motivation Little Boy Mike, y'all. All right. Now.
Let me get back on here. Y'all can't say OG Geek don't show love now. They can't say that. They can't sure. say I don't show love. Well, y'all got any more questions before I get up out of here? I got to go to work. I got to <laughs> Man, you know, it's always a treat when you come up here, brother, man. You know, every time you just, with every, with every interview, every subscriber, every, your growth is exponential, man. We love seeing you just come up, man. It's been a pleasure. Congratulations on the 100K. We know it's finna be 500 then a million. When, you, when we get to that million, when we when real life get to that million, gangsta gonna have a real life chain on for shit show. Okay, y'all heard him. I'm holding him to that, y'all. Yeah. When they get to a million now, y'all, hold on, hold on. Let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. So when real life street stars get to a million subscribers, y'all gonna give me a chain? Yeah, so it probably won't be that one. <laughs> Why? What kind of... Hold on. It probably... Oh, it's gonna be better. Oh uh, shit! Hold up, <laughs> hold up now, y'all. See this here? We gonna hold real life to their word. We gonna hold them to this. Don't try to give me that kid, that, that chain like we had back in the day with the little black onyx on the back. Yeah, <laughs> look, baby and Slim got the big dog chain. We had the little one. We had to go build our chain. You said the one with the black onyx yeah, on the back, it. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Don't give me that now. I want one like this here. So y'all gonna be the measles subscribers, man. Hey, listen, let me tell y'all something. Let me yeah. tell the world this. This is some real motivation right here. I remember when I first come to Real Life Street Stars, I think y'all had like 200 something thousand subscribers. Mm-hmm. Y'all was at 200 something thousand subscribers, man. Now y'all at about 450,000? 480. 480? 480. 480. Man, we gotta, get to that, we gotta get that 500 mark. Yeah. We gotta push for that 500 mark, man. We going. Bro, y'all was at 200,000. I watched that grow, man. I watched, but you gotta keep in mind, see, this is the thing. This is what made me wanna come back and come back and be comfortable with you all because I was like, Y'all cool, respectful. Y'all won't ask the question y'all supposed to ask, but y'all as a staff is cool. And it's like, you know, some people be like arrogant, cocky, or we really like, you got to do this, you got to do that. All y'all good people. So I was like, you know what? I want to c- continue to grow with them. You know, so that's why I don't mind coming, showing love. And the best part about it is, man, you know, you blessing us because they love you on our channel, man. Wow, we're like three stars, baby. Hey, man. And this the best part. Terrence Civilian, Civilian Williams. I'm gonna run with that, yo. Terrence Civilian Williams. Bro, I'm about to run with that. Listen, Terrence Civilian Williams, I like that. Yo. We take it. Brian's Terrence Gainsway, AKA, OZ Geek, AKA, Mr. Answer, right, AKA, the people tell, AKA, Terrence Civilian Williams. I'm going with that. Hey, I'm going hey, with that. Hey, we taking the gangster off. You was, yeah, it's hey, over. Hey, man, we ain't gangster no more. We free. Boy, that's hey, a fact. Amen. Bro, I'm free. Man, bro, I just was in a jail cell. I had to put up with Mike. Listen, in the cell, the cell, about he got to use a battery. Right, we we like our toilet right here, the bed right here, yo. Now I'm out here in real life. On the blue cap, Queen Fran. She says going down tonight. Yo, she said y'all. So, <laughs> so that's legally binding. But I'm gonna let y'all know if she cap because you know we got the cap to cap page. Yeah. Man, so I'm gonna let y'all know if she's police here. When we leave out here, she pull this. Oh, um, I got to go. I got to work in the morning. Or I got. If she pull one of those goop. I'm like, you know what? I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna be mad. First of all, I've been let down so many times by her. Denied. Denied. Access denied. So, hey, I ain't tripping. But I know one thing. When that movie start popping, and I pull my, I do my little Denzel role in my movie. That what I. That what I should have did. I should have came on here. Put my badge. I'm putting a. I'm putting a case on all y'all. 
Man, I should have did that. On that boosie. I'm putting a case on all you. Yo, I should have did that when I first came on, huh? See, see how you think later on, man? But um, I, I have my fun when I kind of realize street stuff, bro. Amen. I really enjoy this, man. Now, I would say this. It's the, the last two, three times I came here. Y'all didn't have no chicken for me. When I first come here, y'all just showed me up. That's how you know I didn't got to be family here. Because when I first come, uh, y'all make sure I had the chicken. Y'all make sure everything right. Boom, got Terry come. Now, be like, oh, man, cousin Terry come. Oh, all right, all right. Well, <laughs> he don't have a refrigerator. He don't, like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, man, y'all, hey, yo, but it's all good, man. But um, y'all, hey, yo, everybody that's listening, please go subscribe. Gangster, the original hot boy. I never used to want to say that at first because I didn't want to feel like I was begging or I'm asking the people. So I just wanted Peter to be genuinely come and subscribe. But now that I didn't hit that 100,000 mark, that's, that was my goal. Now I'm asking y'all to go ahead and subscribe. How they say? Like, share, subscribe, hit the button. Subscribe. Do like, all that now. Gangster, uh, the original hot boy, my YouTube channel, y'all. Um, I got the non-profit. They need us. We got the Instagram. They need us. Third wall. So whoever want to donate, hit us up. And guess what, y'all? Queen France be on running that. So y'all can hit her up. So... If I can't hit it, y'all might can hit it. So go ahead on and hit her up, and, and don't don't forget don't forget to donate. Um, I got the um the, the pilot is called the other side of Bird Street. Them boys at war. Um, it's about my life. It's based on true stories. Um, it's gonna start like it, to let y'all know that this is really real. The first scene I'm gonna give y'all this here, and that's it now. The first scene is gonna start when my mother got shot. I'm bought the cat you put up trying to hit my little brother. My mother got hit. So it's gonna be it's gonna be based on real life story. Um our really our real life story. So um y'all just stay tuned. We be we doing that right, we be putting it together right now. Amen. Um, but what else I got? Um I got the Instagram, Terrence Gangster Williams Home, all one word. I got the um Facebook, Terrence Emmanuel Williams, my real name. Um what else I got? That's it. Um do I want to do some shout outs? I want to shout out. This is, I just want to do one big shout out. No, I got to do two. I got to, first of all, I got to shout out. Much love. I love my family over here. Real life street stuff. Shout out to them. Mm. Um, also, also, shout out to the first lady of real life street stuff. She got the cookies. Y'all got to taste the cookies. Yeah, taste um, the cookies. Hey. Yeah, what a cookie. Can I get a cookie? I can show the people the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> And I show the people the cookie. Queen Fran, bring the cookie up here. Come on, bring the people the cookie. Bring the cookie. Bring that cookie up. Oh, no, no. You can't. You try to put her on the spot. No, you come on up here. Bring the cookie. There you go. Bring the cookie. Ain't nobody tell you to sit down. Go ahead. Anyway. You had your turn. Y'all make sure y'all support her. These cookies are very good. It's called Angel's Cookie Shop. Yeah, she got the ingredients and everything on here. Whoa, this cookie called Naked. So, Queen, this your cookie? You got this cookie up here. And you was talking about naked stuff earlier. Okay, well, we're going to see what it's about. Um, do I got to pay this, this our cookie? Nah, you free. Uh, yes, thank yo. you very much. But, um, yeah, so, uh, and, and then my next shout out, I got to give to my YouTube family. Everybody on YouTube who supported me, who uh, subscribed to my channel, who viewed my content. Oh, I, I can tell y'all this now. I can't tell y'all on my channel. Man, when y'all go on my, when y'all go look at my videos, 
make sure y'all let the commercial play about 20 seconds. Just let it run. That's how I get the money. Now. I can't say that over there because they're going to they gonna book me, whatever, for that. I say it over here. So make sure y'all, when y'all log into my videos, hold that thing there for a while. That's how I get paid, y'all. But anyway, thank y'all for all the love. Y'all got me to the 100K. Um, through God's grace, because it ain't for God do everything. Um, but I'm just happy that he was able to touch some hearts to go ahead on and press that button. So uh, y'all got the cake right here, y'all. You know, real, real life street stars. Uh, we about to you gonna eat this cat, y'all. Y'all want to see right now? Sit down. They've been waiting on this here, y'all. Queen, this is all Queen France. So anybody who want to grind me up in the uh, comments about this cake, Queen France went got this cake at the last minute for me because we didn't we didn't we didn't know that the hundred uh, K was gonna be this soon. Um, she had re reached out to Real Life Street Star. Real Life Street Star always welcomed me. So I was like, Yo, we got we got to bring something over. We got to do something. So it was her idea, the balloon. I didn't even know she was gonna have this. I go in the trunk. I said, I said, what the world? What you got? She said, oh yeah, put him in the trunk. So um, she come up with all this at the, at the last moment. Um, June twenty fourth, her and I we're gonna go live. Do you think we ought to invite uh, Motivation the boy Michael on our live, Queen? No. All right. So we're going, <laughs> um, we going live. Um, we're gonna give away a thousand dollars. We did it when we got to fifty thousand subscribers. So we're gonna do it now. We got to a thousand subscribers, a hundred thousand subscribers. We're gonna be asking questions. So we're giving out a thousand dollars. But we're gonna do this time differently because you know when people when I ask questions, when people uh, answer the questions, it'd be a lot of people. So it'd be like, ah, oh, answer first, answer first. So so I won't get it wrong this time. We're gonna have a phone number. What it gonna be to call? And you can call in and uh, answer the question. And we're gonna cash up you right on the spot. Um, so we're gonna do that around. That's another thing. We gotta we gotta post a time so people can be chimed, you know, to, uh, uh, ready to chimed in or whatever, tuned in. I mean, so we're gonna do about what, about five o'clock. Let's do about five thirty because I gotta pray at five. So as I pray five thirty, we're gonna get it in. So y'all at five thirty, June twenty fourth at five thirty p.m. My time. What time it is? You know, we getting that mixed up too. Not Eastern time. We on we on what this is Pacific. Central. Central? All right, well, Central time, y'all. Central time, 5.30 Central time. So, I mean, 5.30 here is going to be 6.30 in New York, so in Atlanta. So, 5.30 this time, Dallas time. Or, um, yeah, we're going to get it in. So, uh, thank y'all for all love support. And I'm out, baby. Wow. Wow. Real Life Street Star.